Welcome to episode 75 of the Travel and Adventure Photography School podcast. As always and every week, I'm your host, Robert Massey. Thank you so much for listening today. I am stoked that you are taking some time to improve your photography. This podcast is part of the educational arm of my photography business, Robert Massey Photography. We focus on crafting beautiful images in the great outdoors, and we sell a variety of prints of mountains, lakes, Calgary, Banff, now that I'm based out of here, and beyond. You can check out all the photos we have available, along with the show notes for every single episode on robertmasseyphotography.ca. Now, let's get on with the show. Now, if you hear some rumbling in the background of this episode today, there is a massive, massive thunderstorm rolling over top of Banff as I record this, so definitely not going outside into that thunderstorm, and it's really cool to listen to. So if you happen to hear some of that rumbling going in the background, just know that Mother Nature is getting involved in this convo, because she loves adventure photography too. So last week, we got to have an incredible conversation with Ian Miller, founder of Shimoda, one of the best adventure photography backpack makers on the planet. And we talked a lot about the release of their new travel-focused backpack, the Explore V2. And I fell in love with what I saw in that backpack and the features it had, especially when the Kickstarter was finally launched on June 30th. This is an exciting, exciting time in travel adventure photography bags because Shimoda's doing cool things. Atlas is doing cool things. F-Stop Gear is still kicking around out there. And there's a lot of other brands that are creating really amazing carry systems. Which got me to thinking, what do I look for when I'm picking out a photography bag for travel? I admittedly look at backpacks and other bags really, really frequently. And so I started reflecting on what was really important to me. And I landed on seven features that I keep coming back to that I really look for in a bag. There's lots of little cool things like the color and what pockets it has and the type of zippers and things like that that I really love and geek out over. But there are seven features that I look for in a bag that are critical to my choice and really make the difference between if I buy something or if I don't or if it just gets tossed to the side and it's like, what the heck's the point of that? So today, I thought I'd go over those seven features that I look for in a travel bag when I'm out picking a new one to go with. Now, we won't talk about things that I think are critical in any adventure photography bag. So things like the size of the bag, an internal frame to help with weight distribution, and a waist belt. Those aren't what we're talking about here. I'm talking about the features that make me happy to use the bag. These are typically little things that, when done right, make a huge, huge difference. Now, these are all totally personal choices, but I want you to listen to this and decide where they fit on your priority scale. Now, these are in no particular order. They're just as they came to me as I was reflecting on backpacks. But you should do this work for yourself to decide what is critical, because honestly, that backpack that you're carrying around, especially when you're traveling, is with you basically every moment of every day outside of when you're sleeping. And depending on where you're sleeping, it might even be your pillow or it might be hanging out with you and you're cuddling it while you sleep in a train station. So that bag should be like your best friend to you. It should be the thing that you love and adore and you want to spend time with. So critically think about what is important to you here. And these are the things that are important to me in that best friend that's going everywhere. All right, number one, the straps. I like my straps be a bit bigger with a medium level of padding. I find most backpack straps are a little bit thin, which makes them dig in when carrying heavy loads. And we're carrying heavy loads. Camera equipment is heavy, especially when you combine it with everything you need to travel. Now, my favorite straps definitely go to Shimoda, as they wear more like a harness than typical backpack straps, which I find much, much more comfortable. 
They are a bit thicker and a bit wider and hug the body closer, making it feel like the weight is more evenly distributed across your torso rather than your back and your shoulders taking the brunt of the work. So that's why I really like my straps to be a little bit wider. They just, they sit more comfortably on me. Now, if you find your shoulders or your back hurting when using your current backpack, look at what the straps are like and where they are sitting on you. This may be as simple as tweaking the fit to make it feel better, or the straps may just be wrong for your body. You could also be loading your backpack wrong, but that's a conversation for another day. Now, look at the straps on the bag you're considering, and remember, you're wearing this all day, every day for a long time. Don't get thin, unpadded garbage. Get your shoulders and the rest of you something comfortable and luxurious. Now, most of the backpacks I talk about on here all the time have really fantastic shoulder straps, so you should be okay with pretty much any of these brands, but like I said, Shimoda is my favorite. And this is partly because of the extra pockets they add to it, which are just a cool little feature, but also the way that that harness hugs your body. So if you have the chance, definitely give a Shimoda bag a try if you're looking for a different type of shoulder strap. All right, number two, multiple camera access points. I had a backpack years ago that, for all its faults, and it had many of them, it had amazing camera access. I could sling the bag and get a access from either side. I could set the bag down and get access through the front panel, or I could top load everything and just reach in to get my gear. It was an amazing amount of accessibility. The only way I couldn't get at stuff was from the back. Now, this really helped when shooting on the fly or shooting with different sizes of gear, as I had all the access points I could ever need, and I found this incredibly helpful when shooting in different situations. If I could stop for a while, I'd lay the bag down to get into it. But if I was running and gunning or in a tight situation where putting down the gear was impractical or impossible, I loved the side access. So I could just swing the bag around to the side off my back, have it sitting in front of me, pull gear out, take some photos, and drop it back in. And this was really great while shooting on trains or buses where space was really tight because I could leave the bag sitting tight against me and just reach into the side, grab something, take a few photos, and put it back again. So then I went years without having side sling access and top access, and I missed it greatly in certain moments. So I went hunting for a bag that gave me that variety of access points again, and I love it. I use the side access constantly while shooting fast. Being able to just swing that bag over to the front and pull cameras out, I'd forgotten how much I loved being able to do that. And just having the choice is huge because you encounter so many different situations while traveling that you need a bag that provides the flexibility in your shooting choices. So think about it. If you're in a big festival situation or if you're going through a big crowded area and you really need to take a photo of something, you don't necessarily want your camera hanging out or suddenly something happens and you can't put your bag down to get access to the camera, having the ability just to take one shoulder off, swing it around to the front and take some photos is huge. So when you're looking for your next bag, think about how you will get your equipment in and out of it and if it's practical for how and where you shoot. Personally, I'd get one that is super flexible. Because we're travelers, stuff changes all the time, situations change all the time, so get something that gives you a lot of flexibility. All right, number three, secure quick access pockets. Travel typically involves a lot of documentation. Passports, tickets, maps, letters, there's just so much documentation that we need to have access to. But it also can't be so easy that someone else can get to it and take it from you. So I love having a secure hidden pocket that is easy for me to access and not so easy for anyone else to get to. This makes traveling through airports and high security areas much faster and easier and honestly far less stressful. You just pop the bag open, reach into that pocket, and there's everything you need for that security. 
Hidden pockets are great, but if you can't get at them quickly while you're in a stressful situation, they're not going to be helpful. So you need to look for that hidden pocket that is also in a spot that you can get to really easily. Now, when picking out your next bag, think about where all your important papers will go and whether they will be secure and easily accessible there. And just listen to that thunder as it rolls over. This is absolutely fantastic today. I can't go wait to watch this thunderstorm after I finish recording here. All right, going on to number four. We talked about it a little bit already, but flexibility. I need a camera bag that gives me flexibility in how much gear I'm taking. Some days I need to fill a backpack with nothing but cameras and lenses and accessories. Other days, I just need one body and a couple of primes or even just one body and one lens along with a lot of cold weather gear. Or I'm going backpacking and I just want one lens and one body because I don't want to take too much more and I need the rest of that space for food and my tent and sleeping bags and everything else. Too many travel backpacks have spaces in them that are just for photography gear. They will take the entire interior compartment with panels just for your photography equipment and that is not good. Travelers need lots of other space for jackets, food, water, and day-to-day necessities. Why do they fill it with all just camera equipment? It is so much better if it is flexible. Now, thankfully, there are a number of camera companies on the market right now doing just this and giving us lots of space and lots of flexibility for what camera equipment we need and what other equipment we need with us. Now, the most popular being the internal camera boxes. These are basically just a box with padding and sides on them that allow you to put your camera equipment into the bulk of the backpack. This is as opposed to a set internal structure that is just for camera equipment. Now, the boxes are where your equipment goes. The gear is protected on the inside and you can choose boxes that take up your whole entire backpack for big lenses or you can get them just to one lens with an attached body. There's all sorts of size options available. Now, two companies doing this really well right now, Shimoda and F-Stop Gear. So go check those out if you're interested in a box that can be pulled out with your camera equipment. Now, Atlas Backpacks is doing something totally different than Shimoda F-Stop Gear or so many of the other ones who have removable internal camera units. They have an accordion divider system that I have yet to try, but looks very cool theoretically. The interior compartment is split up with these accordion folds that you can move around giving you more camera space and less like camping or other gear space or vice versa. It's kind of like an origami setup where your camera structure is still set inside the bag making it a little bit more secure but you can move it around depending on the size of the equipment that you are bringing with you on either end the camping side or the camera side. It's a really cool concept that honestly you'll have to watch a video to fully comprehend how amazing it is. Now I'll link to Atlas in the show notes so you can go watch that and check out those bags. Now flexibility is a deal breaker for me. I don't care how comfortable a bag is, how cool its other features are, or anything like that. If I can't have flexibility in how I use it, I'm not going to buy it. And we're traveling. You need flexibility. Unless you want to be carrying like five different backpacks with you and doing all sorts of different things like that. And that just sounds like a nightmare. So get a backpack with some flexibility in it and save yourself some money and a lot of hassle. All right, number five, compactability. I hate a backpack that is always big, bulky, and takes up room everywhere. This is my 75 liter backpacking bag and it bothers the heck out of me that those waist straps are huge and I can't do anything about them while they're attached. Even when I'm not using it, when there's nothing in it, it's still this huge, big, bulky backpack. 
Now, don't get me wrong, it's comfortable and I love it, but I really want a backpack for traveling that I can compress down via compression straps to help reduce its size and make it nicer to carry. Big backpacks are honestly just more cumbersome, so if you can reduce their size, they actually carry better as well. And compression straps are great for that because it tightens the load up and it'll make it hold better to your body. So if you need to run and catch a train or if you just need to like get up and down those stairs quickly or if you're going hiking with it on, whatever it is, you want something that's just going to hold to your body a little bit better. Now, I also love a bag that has stowable side pockets. I didn't think I'd really love this feature when I got my backpacking bag, but honestly, it's totally awesome. I don't always want a tripod or water bottle or something else sitting on the side of my backpack. But on so many bags, that means that that pocket that the water bottle drops into will just hang out there. And on some of them, that pocket can be absolutely huge. So even when you take whatever item is in that pocket out of the side pocket, it's still there. And I've seen it get caught on things, ripped, and just be a general nuisance, like getting trapped in car doors, anything like that. Especially if that pocket is bigger to accommodate, say, bigger tripods or bigger light stands. Honestly, I've seen them get torn so often or come off conveyor belts with punctures through them or just ripped open, thankfully always to someone else's bag. So having the ability to store them away, tuck them away into the side of the backpack is actually huge for traveling because it reduces the size of your bag. It reduces the likelihood that you're going to get caught on something, rip it, destroy something. It just makes your life a little bit quicker when you want to move fast and sleekly through an area. So look for a bag that lets you tuck those side pockets away and some way to be able to streamline your travel bag. Don't just get one that's big and bulky all the time, but streamline it down so you can move faster and easier. All right, number six, accessory points. I have seen so many great backpacks foiled because they didn't think about the fact photographers and adventure travelers need to put big items on the outside of their bags. They either forgot outside accessory points entirely, not even giving you the chance to put your own straps onto the outside to put things there, or they've put them in such inconvenient places you're never going to be able to use them, or they can't load any sort of weight onto them, so they're just going to tear right off. Or the straps are such an afterthought, they're almost useless, and they were better off not putting them on there in the first place. Like I've seen little tiny basically rope strings that are on there that are supposed to carry the weight of skis and things like that. They're just going to break right away. I need a bag that lets me put poles, tripods, or whatever adventure gear on the outside of the backpack. And honestly, it's all dependent on the adventure, so those straps need to be super durable and super usable. This really all goes back to the flexibility. I need a bag that will let me do a variety of things in different situations. This is why I love the accessory straps on the Action X series from Shimoda. They are a special type of material made to stick better to skis, snowboards, tripods, whatever, while also being more durable so they don't break really easily. Because those straps are going to get rubbed against rocks and thrown on the ground and up against everything like that, and they can break pretty easily on some bags, especially if they're poorly made or an afterthought. And you don't want those straps breaking if you're carrying something and then say you're 10 kilometers up a mountain and all of a sudden your bag breaks and you're like, I got to carry this tripod by hand or I got to carry whatever by hand now. And life just becomes really, really more difficult when something like that breaks. And whatever you're carrying on those straps is going to rub up against them as well. So if you're carrying skis or a snowboard or anything with a little bit of a hard edge on it, you're going to rub on that strap and it could break really easily. So you need something that is also durable from whatever you're carrying there. So accessory straps on the outside of a bag make a huge difference. Now, one of the other things I really need to look at when I'm looking at how my camera accessories are going to attach to the bag is actually how I can strap a camera to the outside. 
Now, this is typically done with my Peak Design Capture Camera Clip, which I have talked about a lot. I really need a spot where that clip can go to have fast access to my camera while I'm out exploring because I don't always want to have to flip the bag around or, you know, put the bag on the ground to get the camera out, especially while I'm hiking. So having a comfortable spot to put the camera clip is huge for me. Now, when you go looking for your bag, think about what you will need to put on the outside of it. Tripods, picnic blankets, cameras, skis, snowboards, whatever it is. And make sure that your new travel bag will be able to take on that challenge for you. All right, going on to our last feature that I really like, number seven, multiple carry options. Mostly, I carry a backpack on my back with its shoulder straps, but this isn't always a practical when traveling, especially in tight situations on crowded transit, in overhead bins, and when moving from spot to spot shooting. Sometimes you just need to carry your bag another way, or you need to grab your bag another way when you're putting it into something, taking it out of something, like in and out of a car trunk or up into an overhead bin. This is why I always look for extra carry points on my travel bags to make that experience much nicer. Now, one thing I don't really care much for because I don't use them often is those pass-through loops to go onto rolling luggage. I admittedly don't use rolling luggage. I try to travel with carry-on as much as humanly possible. So I find those pass-through loops just kind of annoying and an extra weight that I don't necessarily need. But the side handles and bottom handles and other such points like that are super helpful. Now, in particular, I love those bags with the side handle, allowing that briefcase style carrying, which is much nicer than carrying a bag via the top handle while running through airports or to a bus or anything like that. Most backpacks are pretty long and they'll drag on the ground and bounce around and you end up like hauling the bag up near your shoulder with that strap and just it, it gets uncomfortable really fast. But if you have that side carry point where you can flip the bag over on its edge and carry it like a briefcase, all of a sudden you can run, get through areas much faster. It's way easier to hold up when you need to go through those tiny little squishy lines on the airplane. All in all, it's just much, much easier. Now, one of the new features I see cropping up on travel bags right now, and the Explore V2 from Shimoda is one of these bags, is a base handle that allows you to carry the bag flat, especially so you grab the base handle and then you grab the top handle and you can carry it flat in front of you, kind of like a tray. And this makes it really easy to pull it out from stacks or from overhead compartments and just to maneuver around because you have just one more point to be able to grab onto and maneuver things rather than always having to grab that front handle. Now, this is also a really awesome feature for photographers because that means no more juggling an open bag. You just pick it up by the top and bottom handles and walk a few feet to your next shooting spot rather than zipping everything up closed and having to maneuver it around that way. Now, I've had people ask me, why don't you just grab it by the shoulder strap and haul it around that? Because those shoulder straps are not intended to be carried that way. They have the handles on there for a reason. Those handles are meant to carry the weight for you so you're not destroying the shoulder straps. As much as possible, you should avoid hauling a backpack around by just one shoulder strap because that's putting a lot of extra torque and a lot of extra wear and tear on that one strap, and it's going to actually throw it out of proportion with the other one. So those handles are spectacular for taking care of your backpack and make it just much easier to carry. Think about it. You really do carry your backpack a lot of other ways than just on your back on its shoulder straps. So look for that the next time you're looking for a true travel bag, and you will love it the next time you got to sprint through an airport or pick that backpack up and tuck your shoulders in tight and maneuver down a tiny little aisleway in an airplane or on a tiny little bus. And that's it. Those are the seven features I look for in travel bags. Some of these are deal breakers for me, meaning that I'm not buying that bag if that bag doesn't have those features. And you need to know what those deal breakers are for you. 
because you don't want to buy a new bag and then find out it doesn't have something critical that you need or that you wanted. So think carefully about every small feature you could want, especially where like your camera equipment's going to go, what lenses you're going to carry with you, how you're going to access your gear, and then go find a bag that matches that. For traveling, I'd start with looking on Kickstarter at the Shimoda Explore V2. I'd also look at the Peak Design Travel Backpack, F-Stop Gear's Mountain Series if you're doing a lot of adventure travel where you really need something that's durable and can go long distances with you, and Atlas Packs. These are all great places to start as they are some of the most respected camera backpack makers on the planet. And you should get a really good idea of what you like and don't like about backpacks fairly quickly. Of course, you could also always reference to those great backpack making companies like Osprey and Gregory and see what they make in their backpacks that you really like and then try and find those in photography bags as well. All right. That's it. Thank you so much for listening today. You can find all the show notes for this episode, including links to those companies I was just talking about um, at robertmasseyphotography.ca slash show notes. And if you've got something you want to talk about, drop me a message on Instagram at robertmasseyphotography. All right, now get out there with a backpack on and your camera and go see something cool. We can travel again. We can move again for the most part. So let's get out there and take advantage of that. I personally am going to go and watch and listen to this amazing thunderstorm that's rolling over top of me right now because it's the first massive one I've witnessed here in Banff since I moved in two weeks ago and I'm just super stoked. So now get out there, let's adventure, see you next week. Bye for now.